Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Glenn Robbins. Everybody, welcome to another week of Get This. Ed is here with me, Morning. and please fire up the fake applause for Glenn Robbins if you would, Mr. Bear. Oh, gee, I've heard some fake applause before, but that's probably the best. <laughs> best of the business, Glenn. Now, are you uh, traditionally a Triple M listener yourself? Yes and no. Right. But I seriously, I have to thank you guys because normally at nine o'clock, I would I'd, I'd turn over to ABC. And I'd probably enjoy a nice bit of classical because I'm getting on in years, and I've right. probably moved on from the from the heavier rock. Not that you know you guys are too heavy, but I enjoy <laughs> a little bit of light classical as I drive to work. All oh, right, I don't want to overstress myself. But you guys have brought me back to the other side, with you know <laughs> with with your with your, your fun comedy bits, our zany madcap <laughs> yes, antics, and your talk back and 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 great music as well. So thank you for for having me. You know. Well, Glenn, we wouldn't want you to feel you know like you weren't at home with your own music. Yeah. Have we got some classical music we can play? Oh, <laughs> is this? Is this the program directors? I don't think we need Please, bear. No. Let's have some proper classical music. If you've, what have you got? Yes, that's me. There we go. That is me driving in the car to work. <laughs> is it? Yes. I'm yeah. picturing that. Birds are flying. Really? You know, people are wandering down the street. People waving to yes, you. people riding bikes with bread in the basket in the front of the newspaper. People throwing rose petals yes, at you. Yes, that's me, yes. What is that music? Is that... Uh, it's the Colourbond theme. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think that's actually I think what it's it was called. Written for Colourbond. Strauss's famous <laughs> Colourbond theme. And, and Glenn, can I? Uh, we can probably lose the yeah, Colourbond theme yeah, there yeah. if you could be. <laughs> Glenn, when you're driving to work, are you driving that car that Kel Knight drives? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> I find I cannot look at one of those cars now, or even another kind of car that's that colour, that sort of urine colour, yes. without thinking, is Kel behind the wheel? No, I don't. But when I do drive around, you know, you know, when we do those, when we do Kath and Kim, uh, and I drive around doing scenes, and no one knows that we're filming, I look right. I look, I feel right. <laughs> I look right, and people don't do anything. You know, when we do stuff at at, at Southland down in Melbourne, and we wander around, we have security guards. We right. Security guards wandering around with us, thinking, you know, Kath and Kim, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get lost. <laughs> people don't do a thing. <laughs> Now, no. you mentioned Southland, and all of the uh, scenes are shot at Southland at the shopping mall because we... Uh, Where's that? That's uh, down on the Nepean Highway in Melbourne. Okay. But, uh, of course, in the show it says Fountain Gate, and we went and filmed uh, the opening sequence of, of Bad Eggs is shot at Fountain Gate, yeah. at the real Fountain Gate. That's right. Yeah. And we had shopkeepers coming out going, Mate, you're in Kath and Kim. Tell them if they're saying Fountain Gate, they should bloody well film it at Fountain Gate. <laughs> Get it right, mate. You know. Southland is not Fountain Gate. But Fountain Gate doesn't look like Fountain Gate on film, you know? <laughs> That's right. It doesn't look Fountain Gate enough. <laughs> That's very true. No. And Glenn, has your life changed since uh, Kath and Kim, can I ask? Uh, I, yes and no. Yes, I mean, you know, yes. <laughs> no. Uh, I wish I had something funny to tell you about it changing, but uh, uh, not really, no. Because I find I did that little role as... Uh, I think his name is Mark. Oh, you were fantastic. Well, it should have been Fiegel. I always thought that character <laughs> should have been called Fiegel, but there'd already been another scene shot where Mark had been mentioned. <laughs> yes. But I had, uh, for the first series, when I was uh, sort of quite nice, I was people coming up, oh, we love your character. Oh, you're really nice. And then in the second series, when I turned out to be a bit of a prick, yeah. uh, everyone's turned on me. Oh, uh, really? Abused from cars. <laughs> Do you get abused? Yeah, absolutely. People just, you know, I was really horrible to Sharon at the netball game and the people have never forgiven me. You did the, you did the big passion. And you passed her a couple of times, didn't you? <laughs> she did. came round to your house and everything. <laughs> she did. Yeah. And then I noticed that in, after I'd been vanquished, 
in the third series, she's bashing Alan Bro. Oh, so obviously that's what she likes, tall, thin New Zealanders <laughs> with glasses. Yeah, well... well not so thin in Alan's case. Well, not by comparison with me. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's <laughs> in trouble. Nice. We, I mean, we've, we've had um, some very... The likes of you coming in. We had, we've had we had um, Kylie Minogue come in. Mm. We had Jeffrey Rush come in. Yes. Know? And the weird right. thing with Jeffrey Rush was that <laughs> that I was standing in the in the hallway, you know, the hallway at the house waiting to do a scene, and Jeffrey was on later that day, and he, and he turned up standing right behind me, um, dressed basically as me, because he was more or less doing me. Um, and it was weird, because he's this Academy Award winner standing with his pants pulled up really high <laughs> and his shirt tucked into his and his hair swept forward and blue tack behind his ears to make his ears stick forward, waiting for my approval. <laughs> that's I, that's I, all I could think when I was watching that. Would Glenn have given him the thumbs up? And I did. I turned around and I went, just pull the pants up a bit higher. <laughs> get it right. And I, get on, and I went and, and watch, watch me now as I did this scene perfectly. And then we went out into the street and it was, it was, it was hard work because, because there were, you know, with Jeffrey, a lot of the ABC... I don't know who they are, but they turn up when you've got an yeah, award yeah, yeah, winner on yeah. set. And um, then we had to do this power walking scene. <laughs> and I had to teach Jeffrey Rush how to power walk. That's and right, it was because he's, he's done David Helfgott. That would have required a lot of practice. Yes. Peter Sellers, you yes. know, getting yeah. all... And then, yeah. but mastering the Kel walk. He picked it, and he picked it up in about two minutes flat. And, and, and <laughs> But it was just like, oh, the, 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 all the producers were going, oh, this is fantastic. It's wonderful. <laughs> you know, he's wiggling his ass. With me. It's no big deal, you know. And, uh, of course, Michael Bublé. Uh, I was very impressed with Ooh. your dancing. And, and I've, I have a, something that I say a lot. That if something's not funny enough, just add Glenn Robbins dancing. That's usually <laughs> it's one of the few surefire things in comedy. Well, I've said it before. When I dance with with uh, with Jane, Kat, oh, I just try really hard to get it right. I really don't. I'm not. Try, I'm seriously not trying to be funny. I'm, I'm going with that last routine. We did. We, we rehearsed for about a month to do that routine, and I'm just and you know and I, we're still stuffing it up. You know, that's, you know, but that Michael Bublé was fantastic because um, what happened was. We had to do this thing where I got I got quite angry. I don't know whether you saw the the, yeah. the movie. Uh, I got angry because I thought he was moving in on Kath. And um, we had a little bit of extra m- music, so I had to sort of rough, rough him up a bit. So I thought, I'm going to punch him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it looked really violent. Yeah, and he just went with it. It was fantastic. I went, bang, hit him, you know, down we went. And Michael Bublé and I, it's one of those moments where you go, this will never happen again in my life. I'll never punch Michael Bublé again in, in, in my life. <laughs> well, well, who knows? Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that was a catchphrase in our house for about a month after the Kath and Kim movie, you'll keep Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> we just kept saying that constantly for no reason around the house, any circumstances whatsoever. Glenn, do you want to stick around for more? Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Any more classical music? Oh, any what have we super got? Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's coming up. Is it classical, Bear? <laughs> Let's hear it. Triple M. That'll be you too. Mysterious ways here at Get This right around the country on Triple M with myself, Ed Cavalier, and Glenn Robbins is co-hosting today. Uh, Glenn actually um, came around to my house recently because we've been uh, filming some. Well, I was in charge of sh- filming the Easter eggs for the DVD of Boytown, uh, Mick Malloy's new film, which uh, Glenn plays the lead role in very well. And Glenn had to come around have a look at the Easter eggs. I, I can't say how the film's going to go, uh, Glenn, but man, the DVD Easter eggs look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, it was, I had to go around to Tony's place because I wanted to view what, what you'd done. Yeah. And it was one of those, I'd never been to his house before, you no, know, because normal people can't go, like if you work <laughs> in a bank or something, you, you don't go around to your friend's house during the week. But if you're a comedian, you can go around to people's houses during the week <laughs> and, you allowed. Can, and you hang out yeah, and you just right. do stuff. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I, Tony said, come around. I'm like, oh, great, go Tony. 
Martins and never been to Tony Martins, I was poor. <laughs> anyway, so I'm um, driving around there and then Tony gave me the directions and then I got a bit lost. No. Uh, you did. <laughs> and I got a little bit lost and then there was a, then there was, and then Tony realised that he'd given me the wrong direction so he's called me back and then I was starting to panic a bit because I'm thinking, oh, Tony, because I know Tony likes to be on time. And I didn't want to give <laughs> give the wrong impression so now I'm starting to sweat a little bit and, and I'm lost and it's like one of those movies where, where the captain's been first poisoned and, um, and they got the 13 year old kid in to, to, to fly the plane and Tony's talking me into his house he was talking me you went, you were, I was you? Charlton Heston in airport 75 yeah he talked me in and I and, oh god and I was like in a lather when I got there and Anyway, so I'm a little bit tense and I get there and I walk in and I'm, I'm cooling down now and, and then I'm looking, doing a bit of a snoop around the house, as you do. You have a bit yeah, of a snoop absolutely. around the house, you know, okay, sleep there, okay, does he riding there, watch the TV, oh, not a bad spot to watch TV, oh, okay. <laughs> it's Nerdsville, yeah, but the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, And then and I wander around and I say hello to the dog and, oh, and I pat the dog, yeah, beautiful dog. And Tony, go, and Tony goes, he goes, don't pat the dog. <laughs> We've just ended, been to the vet and we think it might have a disease that can be passed <laughs> on to humans. I'll repeat that. Have you got a dramatic sting there? Berkeley. Have you got a dramatic sting there? He said, he said, the dog is a disease that can be passed on to humans. One more time. And hit it again. Oh, good timing. Yeah, beautiful. No. We, the guy at my house does it much quicker. <laughs> so that's not a good thing to say to no. someone who's slightly a bit toe anyway no. and a little bit paranoid. So... The dog's licked me, and I'm going, oh, my God. It, I think the problem was at the other end, though, Glenn, so it's, it's, it's not a problem. You, there was no – it was fine. You'll be fine. Have the, other, the tests come back yet? Well, I've been sticking my head out of the car window lately, biting the air, and uh, – I saw you, know. you uh, you know, obsessed with a running hose for a while. Oh, biting – I love biting hose, and, you know, you know, if you say hello to someone or, or have sex with their leg, oh, either way, I don't mind, you know. Oh, look, but it was, it was just one of those situations – because it's such a great – it's a – we've got a Labrador, and they just go nuts. They want to talk to you, they want to get involved in a game, they want to uh, ruin your shoes, <laughs> and yeah, there was an infection, but it was it was at the other end, Glenn, it was, but, at, but the, it was at the blunt end. Could it have been passed on to humans? I don't think it could have been passed on to humans, not not if you actually But were, you did say that. You, yeah. I, 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 was tr I was possibly, do you have this thing? I was being slightly overdramatic. <laughs> because I thought, Glenn hasn't been to my house before. I know what. a big name. Yeah. You know, I'm I know how to welcome him. There will be some. This will be in Who magazine. <laughs> well, there were photographers there. The oh, really? I did, I did make a couple of calls on the way there. Yeah, but I knew enough. that you had a dog because, and I don't mean this rudely, but when I turned up to Boytown, I would notice that you'd be covered in dog hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just cannot do Every anything day. without people commenting on how I'm covered in dog hair. And another thing that happens when you, because I'm just a recent, uh, you know, venturer into the dog world. Oh. I notice it doesn't matter where you are, you could be meeting the Queen yes. in a tuxedo yeah. and you just reach into one of your pockets and out comes a little plastic dog poo bag. <laughs> <laughs> just, they oh, just seem to be in easy. every single pocket of every item of clothing. So you're, you, you do, because I'd cop the fine. I'd let the dog do what it wants to do and I reckon, because I'm no way I'm picking up stuff and putting it in a pocket. Is that right? You, where do you put it? Well, you just, you actually just put it in a bin, Glenn. That's uh, standard practice. If you're at the park, well, that's if there's a bin. What if you? I notice there's people they they, they pick them true. up, they put them in a bag, and they and I go bang, gone in the pocket. Hey, that's not on. <laughs> Sorry, in the pocket. Well, well that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed someone the other day who was walking their dog, and they had the the dog turd bag tied onto the lead, I've sort of that. halfway between the person and the dog. Yeah, I've seen that. Just sort of swinging in front of the dog's yeah. notice, as if see, see, like a look, pendulum. This is all your fault. Look what you're doing with your life. I don't know who does a bit of stand-up about it, but the dog's in the house all day, dying to go to the toilet. <laughs> goes out, does it in the 
in the, you know, out in the thing. Puts it in the bag, and the dog's going, I did it out there, I wanted it all day, and now you've brought it back in here. <laughs> I could have cut out the middleman. <laughs> I could have done it here in the morning when I felt like it. You're putting it in the bag and bringing it back at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. What's the point of that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But as I was driving around to your house, I was reminding myself of why I thought, not, not one, because, you, you know, I'd seen you on TV and I thought you were really funny, but I reminded Ooh. myself of why I liked and I really wanted to get Tony Martin because someone told me a story. Maybe you can tell me. The, the, I'm sure this is true. <laughs> oh, yes. Here we yeah, go. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not sure when it, when it used to happen. <laughs> but when you would chase someone in your car or do something in the traffic or go around to someone's house really fast, you would you had a tape of the Benny Hill music in <laughs> yes, your car. That's true. Now tell me, what would you do? I would just put on the Benny Hill music if, if because it, it's just very unlikely chase what, music. Is it Yakety's? What is, Yakety what, what, sax. Do we have, have a bit of it here? This is great. Have this in your car. It's a genuine cat. If you're driving a whole lot of people home, if you're the designated driver at a party, have the Benny Hill theme queued up. Did you love that? It's a whole lot of fun. All of our clothes have just fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going. Drop whatever's next. Santana and Steven Tyler, forget that. Let's just have this for three minutes. Stephen Tyler and Santana here at Get This on Triple M right around the nation. Glenn Robbins is with us. Uh, thanks for pointing out that I am at all times covered in dog fur. <laughs> it's just impossible. It's like being like I'm full of static electricity. It's a, it's an endearing thing though. It's not like you're not like weird or anything. <gasps> Look, Labrador owners would know what I'm talking about. We just what we do is about once a week we just open the front door of the house, back door of the house, and just let the tumbleweeds blow out, <laughs> <laughs> and they can be as big as that ball from Indiana Jones. Uh, I just want to go through a few of the big news stories. Yes. Uh, is Bill Lasconi, what is he oh. given up yet? Yeah, no, uh, he still wants the recount. Right. But uh, European leaders are sending congratulatory uh, faxes and, and messages to Prodi. Basically, the world is saying, give it up, Berlusconi. You're right. Berlusconi <laughs> yeah. is saying that the new PM Prodi's face just simply isn't tight enough or orange enough <laughs> to lead the nation yeah, into economic recovery. Look at that. That he is an orange like, face. There's a cabaret singer, sort of, you know, <laughs> a Vegas late night Wayne Newton look about him. George yeah. Hamilton's getting back under the, yeah. <laughs> under yeah. the lights after seeing that. Yeah. Got some catching up to do. Yeah. How would he speak, Tony? You reckon he could do his voice for us? I don't think I've ever even tried to do an Italian accent because I know Italian people. Oh, okay, Glenn. Yes, here we go. Yeah, this will be good. Ciao, Abella. Oh, Jesus, that's scary. Yeah, very good. Is there a round of applause? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Ciao, thank you very much. Will your acting teacher be listening to the program? I don't have one. (laughs) You don't have one? Okay. There you go. Here's a story. Listen to this. Uh, Phillip Island's iconic fairy penguins have been renamed Little Penguins in Queensland to avoid offending the gay community. In an act of... <laughs> I love this phrase. In an act of political correctness gone overboard, SeaWorld theme park operators on the Gold Coast changed the name of their star attraction to avoid being offensive. Now, I'd like to point out, that wasn't as a result of any complaints from the gay no. community. They just decided to do it off their own bat. It's a publicity stunt. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, can, sorry, can you explain it to me? Well, know. says the uh, woman from SeaWorld. Uh, Little penguins is offensive to... No, no, no. Fairy penguins oh, might be offensive fairy. to gay people. Oh, fair, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. But what gay people haven't complained about it. Right. Okay. This is just now something SeaWorld have decided to do. And mythical creatures. 
We didn't have any complaints about the name of the penguins, but someone thought it could be seen as offensive, so we decided to change it to Little Penguin instead. But then, listen to this, Queensland's gay community described it as ridiculous and unnecessary. Kamal Fox, chairman of gay support group Gold Coast Breakers, said... If they were called poofter penguins or something, <laughs> it might be a problem. He's just making it worse. Like, nobody's even complained. And now the bloke who's likely to be offensive has himself come out with poofter penguins. And then, next to that, in the, in the Sunday Herald Sun, text the editor with your views. Oh, yes. How's that? But if you were a canny sort of um, person with a little small business, mm-hmm. get yourself a bus. Oh, yeah? On the side, right, poofter penguins. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm gonna, do you want to see the fairy penguins? Nah. Do you want to see the little penguins? No, no way. Do you want to see the poofter penguins? <laughs> yes. Of course you do. <laughs> but the, the, the trouble is that now that the guy has said that, everyone will be calling them poofter <laughs> yeah. penguins. Exactly. Job done. Political correctness gone mad. Mm. <laughs> I have to be changing the name of uh, fairy cakes, yeah. of fairy lights, the song Don't Pay the Ferryman by Krista Berg. <laughs> Don't pay the poofter man. If it was called that, no. it would be offensive. If they could talk, the penguins. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> Just a little penguin on with his little sort of flipper round another penguin's shoulder. <laughs> Brokeback Glacier. <laughs> I'm seeing it now. Here's a big story. Uh, the Al Jazeera TV network, famous for its regular premieres of Osama bin Laden's scariest home video show, is launching an English language channel in order to dispel the impression that it is somehow linked to terrorism. Uh, among the shows on the new channel, a horrifically uncompromising Iranian version of The Biggest Loser, <laughs> a hideously suspenseful deal or no deal where you really don't want to know what's in the suitcase. <laughs> Diffuse my ride. That's popular. <laughs> the search for Al-Qaeda's next top martyr and the hilarious sitcom that's taking the Middle East by storm, Rumsfeld. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Donald makes detainees wear puffy shirts for hours on end while his idiot friend George continues his struggle to pronounce the word nuclear. We do not want the Iranians to have a nuclear weapon, the capacity to make a nuclear weapon, or the knowledge as to how to make a nuclear weapon. Yes, it's all coming up on the new look Al Jazeera. We're fanatical about entertainment. Get this. They have absolutely lost their way. An utter lack of vision. For Census 1234 on Triple M. That's Bruce Springsteen dancing in the dark here at Get This on Triple M. Glenn Robbins has kindly joined us uh, this morning. Glenn, are you involved in uh, some kind of short film that's coming out? I did a a short film about a year ago and uh, I think they're about to release it for the St Kilda Film Festival. It's just back from the chemists. It's called The Deal, and That's I think right. our producer, Nikki may have had something to do with this. Yes, he right? produced it. Oh. Yeah, the casting just as well as... Casting. Yeah, just the... Uh, oh, yeah, but associate producer. That's what <laughs> that's Associate <laughs> producer. Yes, yeah, so I play a, um, a a guy who is not, he's not, a, not a nice man. He, he, he realises his wife is having an affair, and he, he takes revenge on the guy who was, uh, who was doing it. Through uh, he... Should I explain the plot? Should I suppose? Yeah. It's a short film, so you don't want to give it all away. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he, he he pretends to buy the car of the of the man who is having an affair with his um. wife, but the guy doesn't know, and then it all unfolds as they go on a bit of a trip. And it's the great test drive. to see you getting into the films, Glenn, because I've seen Boytown, and you know I think when this comes out, everyone is just going to be going, "Why hasn't Glenn been in movies uh, yeah. for years?" Oh, oh look, look, was, uh, I had a ball <laughs> doing it. I had a fantastic. I mean, I, I worked with Ed. Ed, yes. was, Ed was in it. That's right. You you were in it. There was dancing, Kenny. Uh, there was dancing. There was you know there was there was you know a few jokes. 
you know, <laughs> turn up, and the catering, catering was good. It was delicious. I'd have lunch fantastic. with Tony covered in dog hair every day. <laughs> And we eat dessert and talk about films. It didn't get any better than that, you know. Right. So uh, I reckon bring on more films. I'm happy. <laughs> That's I what it's all about. Well, yeah, I just think you're going to be doing films, films, films yeah, once agree. this comes out. And uh, I should just mention our sponsors, Census1234. You can go to the Triple M website and win yourself Village Gold Class tickets. Can I just mention something about Census yes. that I'm really excited about? And I'm, I'm not doing this. No one's paying me to say this. But you can ring up Census now. Yes. And they'll give you street directions. Yeah, there's oh. a person. There's an actual person there. And what do they do? I'm not sure. Do they look up the street directory in oh, front? And I think they 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 I think go. They're out there doing it. When you say I need to get here, right? They jump in a car and go. And oh, go do and, they? Yeah, they say go. follow me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They say follow they, me, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> and they put on the Benny Hill music, uh-huh, and you drive through the traffic. <laughs> oh, that's uh, no, that's fantastic. Uh, no, I'm yeah. telling you, the Benny Hill music in your car. <laughs> Have it queued up, and there will come a day people when please do that. it will be appropriate. I know Listen, you want to do something. What I used to do, I shouldn't cut in on your show here, but you <laughs> that's know not how things, it works, Glenn. You know those things on on airplanes that used to have um, to listen to the entertainment? Yes. Remember when they Headphones? used to be just, yeah, but they used to be just a tube? It was oh, just yes, air. Yes, yes. It was just air, and yeah. you, you'd plug in. I, I stole one of those, and, I used to, <laughs> and this is what I used to do. This is how sad I was. I... Seriously, I would put it in the car with me and then I'd get some people in my car and then I'd I'd get them to put them on and I'd pick up the other end and I'd speak into the other end and I'd go, oh, this is your captain speaking, uh, welcome you to our trip across town today. I'd be running into a bit of traffic, uh, but in the meantime, enjoy the in-house entertainment and make sure you keep your seat bolt for safety. And that's right. Glenn's girlfriend would pop up from the back seat and do the safety demonstration. You go, oh, and, and seriously, they go, that's really funny, Glenn, but you got way too much time in your hands. It really <laughs> is. Seriously, you've got to stop it. But anyway, so you think Benny Hill music bad in your car? That was what Cue I did. Cue it up. It will come right. in handy in yes. an emergency. You're trying to get a pregnant woman to the hospital. Put on the <laughs> Benny Hill music. If, if you were pulled up by the police and that you wound the window down and that music was coming out, there's no why yeah. a policeman oh, couldn't you. Yeah. Yeah. you know what? They they drop their pants and yeah. they chase you around in fast Absolutely. motion just, yeah. just to continue to the fun. The <laughs> they would. Yeah. I think it's time to climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> we were talking on the show a couple of weeks ago, Glenn, about uh, speed dating. Now, there was a bit of speed dating on Kath and Kim, oh, but it, have you That's actually right. done it yourself? No, ever? I, I want to no. do it. There was a, a study, of course there was, by university. They were trying to find <laughs> wow. out what was the most... <laughs> study. <laughs> study. That's right. Yes. Uh, they were trying to find out what was the most successful thing you could say in a speed dating circumstance to I'm break Glenn the... Robbins. Oh, right. I'm Glenn Robbins. I'm Glenn Robbins. Would that work? <laughs> yeah. Listen to what they came up with. This is a scientific study. We've been waiting for two weeks for the results. Oh, yeah. mm. Listen to this. <laughs> the most successful lines in the study were... What is your favourite pizza topping? <laughs> no. And who would you be on Stars in Their Eyes? What's because it made people laugh and open up. Stars in Their Eyes, British TV show. Oh, so yes, on yes, Fox yes, yes, yes. you have to dress up yeah, as a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and who would you dress up as? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of an icebreaker. I can understand. pizza topping? The pizza, how does that work? Well, he's really interested in my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to work. I love him. Why? Oh. Because he likes anchovies. <laughs> And then, but listen to this. This one I can believe. The worst line used in the study was, I have got a <laughs> PhD in computing. Yeah, understandably. <laughs> That's up there with, would you like to come back to my place and look at my Narnia figurines? <laughs> and I'm Australia's Minister of Foreign Affairs. <laughs> also a big turn off. There's a good one you can use on on uh, on aeroplanes if you want to pick oh, yeah. up. When, when they, you're stealing the headphones. When you're stealing the headphones, when the, when the hostess comes around and is pouring your coffee. Um, 
and she says, say when, you say, can I just drink my coffee first? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Writing that one down. Yeah. You. That will be used. I was playing, I was, I've got another one for you. I was playing, I was playing, um, I can say, I was playing tennis in a celebrity tennis match. And I don't know why I'm telling you this story. With the giant rackets? Did no, it wasn't giant, giant I don't know rackets? why I'm telling you, you this story. But it was not dissimilar to what I... Yeah. Anyway, so so Steve was a bit mad at me because we'd made fun of him, I think, on the panel. And he said, I'm going right. to get you on that tennis because I'm going to get you. And I'm like, fair enough, you're going to get me. So anyway, he, he goes to serve and then he says to me, um, uh, where would you like it? And I said, how about in the dressing rooms after the game? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And mics were on. <laughs> and mics were on. I thought, kids are listening. This is a charity for kids. What am I saying? And then I read weeks later that Steve had a heart attack and was taken off television because he had a heart attack playing tennis. So it's probably my line that did it oh to him. Oh, my God. But anyway, my point being, there are lines and there are lines. Yeah. There are lines that you use that are good and there are lines that, not that they even want to pick up an ex-TV host when you're playing tennis as a line, but, you know, yeah. anyway. Can you stop me talking? No. No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm rewriting the program as we're sitting here because I was, I was going to change the subject and I was going to do something something about song lyrics for Talkback no, Mountain, but sorry. I reckon this is better. Let's yeah. just go with this. Oh. Pick up lines. Let's yes. hear some. Because there's some yes. beauties out there. Yes. Let's just hear some surefire yes. pick up lines and, you know, they don't have to be ones that necessarily have worked for you. <laughs> or, or ones that you've never even tried. They've been running around in your head and you've thought, I can't yeah. say that. There are some crackers out there. Oh, I think. Okay. Well, uh, give us a call. Yes. Glenn Roberts is here. He will be uh, the hanging judge today. And I say, judge, there is no prize. <laughs> it's just the acclaim and respect of your peers. That's what you're chasing today. Talk back mountain. Give us a call. One triple three five three. That's Rob Thomas. Something to be in the most chaotic part of the program here at Get This, where we try and scrabble our callers together for Talkback Mountain. In just one song. <laughs> That's what obviously Mick Wall on Tough Love. He puts an ad break and a song to get the call. He's cagey. He's, he's, he's worked it out. He is, yeah. He's done this before. Glenn Robbins is sitting in with us. Nice and we're talking about pickup lines, successful or otherwise. We want to hear about them. Mm. I think Elizabeth is on the line. Elizabeth? Are you there, Elizabeth? Hello, uh -huh. Elizabeth. Oh, gone. Mm. Had mm. enough. Obviously, someone tried the line out on her. <laughs> Bang, she's away. Uh, we'll try John. Are you there, John? Have you got something to say to us? You there? Oh, hello, John. Welcome to the Haunted Studio. Say hello to Glenn Robbins. Hello, Glenn. Hello, John. Thanks for calling in. Have you got a pick-up line <laughs> for us? Yes. Um, say it's worked once or twice. Yeah, let's hear it. If I told you I had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Oh, you're not, <laughs> you're not still using that <laughs> one. You <laughs> better for that. That's all that matters. Where are you calling from, John? <laughs> Brisbane. I thought oh, you were going to say 1974. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, John. John, yeah. what are some of the, the hangouts that, that work, that, that's working in Brisbane? Some of the bars in the valley, I'm guessing? Um, uh, not the valley, mate. No, not the valley. Whereabouts? Um, at Friday's, actually. <laughs> Friday's? <laughs> so that's still working. And it was in the 80s, too. <laughs> oh, okay. So you are, oh, so this is when from... It was new. This is from the archives. This isn't yeah, what you're using. What are you using these days? Same one. Oh, so, okay. Still works for me, mate. Still works for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the only one still doing it. That's why, that's I guess. That's why it still works, yeah. Yeah, that's it's got new life. It's coming back around again as a yeah. whole. Yeah, well, everything's retro after a while. That's right. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's Thanks very much, great. John. Who are Thanks, we going John. to next? Do we want to hear from Ryan? Is hey, that Ryan. what we're going to do? Are you okay. there, Ryan? Ryan? Oh, look, the studio is haunted. It's, yeah. it's Easter. We had the exorcist yeah. in over Easter. Ryan? Yep. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? What's your line? Uh, do you... Yeah, do you use Windex on your undies? No. 
What? Because I can see myself in them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> the applause. <laughs> just the first part got yeah. the applause. We were impressed already just by the setup. And and Ryan, what kind of success rate are you running with this? Uh, I actually never tried it. Oh, never tried it. Nah. But obviously you've thrown it out into the community and people can help themselves. <laughs> yeah, good line. And what do you use then? What's your old standby? Um, I don't really use pick-up lines. They just see me and take me home. Wow. Oh, really? really? Just your magnetism draws them yeah. in. Right. And cool. what do you think is the secret to that? Uh, I go to the gym a bit, so fairly stacked. You do what? You're fairly stacked? You're yeah, stacked? Yeah, I, I'm built. You, I'm, I'm built. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> just, I mean, Ed goes to the gym about every five minutes. Okay, that's but enough. if you ever describe yourself as stack, I will now. <laughs> He's got quite a rack on him, that Ed Cavalli. <laughs> uh, who have we got next is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth is Hello. Yes. Hello, Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sydney. And oh, nice. which part of Sydney? Uh, the Blue Mountains. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you anywhere near that uh, psychic that the federal police use to track <laughs> down assassins? <laughs> Not as far as I'm aware. <laughs> She's she knows where you are. <laughs> She's got a cardboard sign. She's ready to strike. Uh, what is the pickup line of choice for you? My brother is six foot nine, which is about 208 centimetres tall. And mm-hmm. you can imagine that lots of people say to him, gosh, you're tall all the time. Mm. One girl said it to him and he said... I'm worth the climb. Oh. That's pretty good. And apparently it did work. Wow. Wow. And is, your, is he stacked? Uh, <laughs> I'd say yes, he's stacked, but of course he is my brother, so I oh, okay. don't want to make comments like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you might have noticed Glenn Robbins is with us this morning. Are you a fan of Glenn's work? Oh, <laughs> yes. Putting her on the spot there. I'll tell you what, I'm worth the climb. Thank you very much. And will you be going along to see Boytown when it comes out later in the year? Oh, of course I will. I'll be in line first. There you go. Wait till you see Glenn dancing. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be the the opening of the AFI Awards. You reckon it's what it's going to be? Uh, thanks to everyone. Have we got more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have we got now? Sorry, I've gone a bit crazy with this. Uh, we've got Jean. Are you there? Yeah, I am. Hey, Jean. How you doing? Thanks. Uh, what's your line, man? What do you do? What's do you want to go halves on a baby? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Straight to the point. And how, well, does that, how does that go down? If you say with a big smile, usually you get a laugh, and if you don't smile, you get a slap. <laughs> hey, where are you calling us from, Jade? Campbelltown. All oh, right. Nice. You sound like one of those um, series that you see in the middle of the day, like like, an, like a Coronation Street sort of character. Uh, not quite. <laughs> is that an accent we're hearing? Yes, it is. I come from Birmingham. Um, not quite far north as Coronation Street. Oh, sorry about that. Right, right. Do they use the phrase, I'm going to take you up the allotments? <laughs> <laughs> Do they use that one in Birmingham? <laughs> not quite, no. My wife watches EastEnders every night. You just pick them all up. You dozy cow. <laughs> you dozy cow. <laughs> John and Justed. Do the, the pick-up line. How the, what, what was it? the pick-up line again? You want to go halves in a baby? <laughs> Where's it, baby? What have you done with it, baby? <laughs> All right. Well, we're writing these down. Thank you very much, Thanks. Jean. Thanks to everyone who yeah, contributed. Thank you so much. Thanks to everyone who took the climb today because yeah. it was worth the climb here at Talkback Mount. That was so Get this. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it a lot, smartass. For Census 1234 on Triple M. Hey, it's the Hooter Gurus. Mm. 
helping us to wind up, get this, with Glenn Robbins, who's joined us this morning. Glenn, I've seen your head on top of an animated body of you. For <laughs> you on, thank God you're here. Yes, I'm on uh, this Wednesday night. All yes, right. I had a lot of fun to, uh, doing it, uh, working with Ed over mm-hmm. here and uh, all the time. I actually work behind the scenes as well. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I direct the ensemble. It does. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's wonderful. Yes. And I, Ed and I have only had one run in. Um, <laughs> what was that about? Yes, no, that was a minor thing where, remember? It was well, when, yeah, I said, um, where would you like it? And then Glenn said. <laughs> in the changing room. And there were kids listening. No, it know. was just one of those. It was, it was, you know, where you have to do the, the look up from. It was the. It was <laughs> That's where, right. <laughs> it was where uh, I said, because you know when you do a newsreader and you're coming back from the break and they're always looking down at the paper. Yes, yes. And then the camera comes up and then they take a beat and then they look up and they go. Welcome back. <laughs> and I'm saying to him, I want the beat, I want the breath, and then I want the look. And he and couldn't give you that? God, he couldn't I've give you something? Okay, I, so I, I, I thought it was times. good, but let, I know there's no cameras here, but maybe, just, Tony, you judge it to see how well right, he can do it. here we go. <coughs> here we go. Coming back from the break. Yeah, in And welcome back. See, close, but not quite there. Oh, right there. It was just slightly disturbing. Yeah. It was just like he'd heard some really disturbing news. I had. Yes. Anyway, that, that's just like, heard that we got that Santana song again. That's coming up in a couple of weeks, isn't yeah. it? So you can judge for yourself. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I know. I know. Yeah, but everything else, he has been absolutely <laughs> 10 out of 10, but I'm holding that one over his head. He was on the hot plate the other night because he was doing the talk show host with Angus yeah, Sampson, yeah, yeah. and you obviously just thought you were just going to have to bash a few lines at him and, and move on to the next one. I He's so. hitting the ball back over the net. Can I just say, and I mean this quite earnest, honestly, these guys do an amazing job because we give them a script. Yeah. yeah they have yeah, a script. Yeah. And th- at the same time as trying to deliver a script, they have to deal with an actor who is, you know, hyped up and improvising, which is a scary thing to deal mm. with, and try to, you know, fudge, dovetail their information into the script they've got. And <laughs> they do right. an amazing job uh, yeah. in making the script work. And, and, I, and I, you know, take my hat off to them because I couldn't do that. And have, are people still trying to, you know, find out what the situation's going to nah, be? No, they're kind of, kind of calming down, but I've never seen... I haven't known Glenn all that long, but I, there was, he was so nervous that night. I've never seen him. He's normally a pretty cool, calm, collected dude, but you were shaking. It was great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was pretty good, actually. Yeah, you haven't yeah. really seen me really nervous then. Right. <laughs> I start punching people. Oh, start. is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Are we running over again here? No, we're not. Because I, I want to mention, just before we sign off, Glenn, have you ever heard anything even remotely interesting about Princess Mary and Prince Frederick? <sighs> is there anything interesting about what? What is the fascination? I'm, I'm totally with you on this one. 100%. I want to shoot the television, and I mean that in the nice possible way. <laughs> but I'm, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't understand it. And one of the things I've decided to do over the course of this program is we are going to find something interesting about them. Good luck. Well, do you, you know they do like royal portraits, yeah. you know, like old school royal portraits, yeah, yeah, like yeah. In, on horseback, you know, and like That's shooting right. bows and arrows. They unveiled Mary's first royal portrait, yeah, and it's just her standing looking out a window. And, and I then thought, people, That's about right. And then no. one of the papers was furious because an art expert refused to describe it as a work of art. You can't, it's, All right, you can't just paint someone and write that's art. No. It's, there has to be a little bit more to it. Yeah, exactly. to be art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Interesting true. subject, perhaps, yeah. you know. But listen to this. Over the weekend, they've had a Danish Easter. Oh, yeah. They've had a Danish Easter. The baby's out. The baby's oh, on board. Yeah. And listen to this. As well as chocolate, eggs and rabbits, Danes, including Prince Frederick and uh, now Australia's Mary, down a special Easter beer from oh, their yeah. breweries to wash down the Easter Thursday meal of up to seven different types of cabbage. Almost interesting. That is almost interesting. Hang on. 
seven different types, types of cabbage. They eat seven up different, to. up to seven <laughs> types to. of cabbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then down with the Easter ale. Rabbit flavoured ale. Is that interesting? No. no not yet. No. Okay, no. we're going to keep looking close. for close. Eight <laughs> types of cabbage. I was with you. Seven. <laughs> Run of the mill. And Absolutely. just before we go, did anyone see Peter Costello singing the Westlife oh, song? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, what was it like? I didn't see it. We haven't got the footage, I'm afraid. Wow. Wow. Just, I thought I was bad. Was you it know? for a for a, a charity, for a telephone for the uh, Royal yeah. Children's? Was it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Good right. on him for having a go. And he's saying, "What was this? Was the song? You raised oh. me up. Uh, you raised oh. me up. It was a very passionate performance. He was thinking about interest rates at the time. <laughs> apparently, I think that's a cue for us to Beautiful. get out of here. Yeah. Glenn, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Glenn. And of course, Glenn occasionally heard on the shebang in all states uh, and today, actually. So Adelaide, I'm, yes. Oh, you're on today. This afternoon, yeah. All right. And uh, we'll be... I think we've got more interesting articles to rummage through (laughs) tomorrow. Listen, this is the sound of the program under construction (laughs) for tomorrow. So thanks for for joining us today, Glenn. And I think the key phrase today was, you want to go halves in a baby? (laughs) And we'll be back tomorrow with Lano and Woodley. And it's all thanks to Census. One, two, three, four. It's a good idea. Yeah.